With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. You join us, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, the podcast intro, by the way. I'm doing a podcast okay. intro now. Okay. You join us as Steve has just taken the... Uh, no, it's all right, Steve. It just, Steve has just taken the, uh, the the group selfie. How are we looking? Uh, well, I look hideous. That doesn't it look great, that one, to be honest. You need to be... We're going to do another one. Yeah. So anyone listening now who is on your Instagram, you can put it on Instagram. I am. The photo we just taken isn't the one that made the cut. Uh, it's Chef <laughs> Shanners, isn't it, from what I can hear about his... Shanners. <laughs> Chef Get Shanners on, on Steve Shanners' Instagram. He's what a wonderful Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for downloading the Manchester thank Football you. Social. Halfway through, we take our little selfie. We are Steve Shanyaski and Danny Jackson. Hello. And do you know what? It's a good show. Yes. i tell you what, it's a good show. show is because... It was like Banter Central. You got on the banter oh, well, bus. Yeah, I'm going to have to take banter that bit. Central. Oh, I'm going to have to take that bit out of the podcast intro. We can't, we can't have the word Banter Central knocking about, can we, Danny? Of course we can. Get the tram to Banter Central. <laughs> Make get sure the banter you get your bus ticket. to Banter oh. Central. Make sure you get your ticket. You don't want them picking you up for not having a ticket when you yeah. get off at the Good Banter point, Station. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, I feel this sick. is the best intro ever. I feel this mentally is, and physically feel, yeah, sick. I'm going to go for a lie down. <laughs> uh, this is the part where we hand everything over to Steve and he introduces it and then says, Thank you very much for listening. Go, Steve. Thank you for downloading the podcast. We've got a great show coming up. Uh, Joe's there, Danny's there. And, um, Pointing at people on the radio, that's make great. Sure, yeah, make sure you subscribe. Well, you must have done. You must have done already. So this is going badly already. So have a great listen. <laughs> have a great listen. You go, you go about your day now and enjoy yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they get worse, I think. They actually get worse. Enjoy the show. Manchester Football Social. Welcome to the Manchester Football Social. It is Wednesday night and we are halfway through the week, which means we take a look at football for an hour from a maybe alternative view. Red half of Manchester and the blue half of Manchester get in a room and we have it out. Uh, and I'm saying we have it out. I'm looking at the man with a big smile on his face representing the red side of Manchester, Steve Shanyaski. Hello, Steve. Hello. Good to be back. Good Thank to you. see you, man. We've been a couple of weeks without you. Yeah. I'm sure we've got a lot to catch up on. And the blue side, uh, the smile gets bigger and bigger and bigger every time it comes to 
into the studio. Uh, it's Danny Jackson. Hello, Danny. Good evening, boys. Fans How are you, Steve? Hey, don't look you last week. Got that quad yet or what? Don't hey, that last week. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I've been saving up all this anger. Quad anger dream. just for you tonight. Of course. Right, what's going to happen tonight is we're going to have a bit of a mixture of debates. It's International Week. Uh, so we are going to just take any questions you've got. We have put it on Twitter, MCR Footy Social. Uh, if you had any questions earlier on in the day uh, and some people are getting in touch already, we'll get to them. But why not drop us a text now? Eight double seven double one. If you want us to talk about anything football related, we'll do that during the show. Uh, no one can tell us international. We're not going to talk about it. We have got loads <laughs> because we're going to have the Ronaldo versus Messi debate uh, coming up in the show. We're also going to be speaking about Danny Jackson going to a premiere. What should he wear? What should he wear? Uh, Raheem Sterling will be in the mix. We'll have a chat about England's international games, and we'll also mention Paul Pogba's comments about Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, and of course. We want him to stay. But before yes. we hear yes, from we do. Paul Pogba, let's hear from Steve Shanyaski. We want him to stay. The words of Mr. Paul Pogba, the words of Steve Shanyaski. They they, I've definitely said that. I, I want him to stay. That's I, what I mean. Uh, I'm asking you. Well, is everything a, still a, okay? Everything's okay. We've had two games. The, the only trouble is those two games were, were very important and they feel like they've been a bit slight. Slight of bottlers, you know, the the, the key moment we could have could have beat Arsenal and kept on to that fourth place and really caused havoc and, and made sure we were in the mix. And now we're we're behind, we're fifth, we're sort of we're, we're points behind, and and then it, then it came to the one chance we had definitely of m- making our own disruption against City's dreams of the quad. And at the weekend, I've never seen such a depressing shambles of uh, United since Mourinho. It was basically like watching Mourinho managing a game. I don't know what happened. Even Solskjaer at the end said, we've took steps backwards. And it just felt exactly like that same lethargic. Pogba was like, you know what? When Pogba's playing well, he floats around the pitch like he's above the cloud. You know, like he's floating on the grass and the grass ain't going to bend. He's floating that much. When he's playing badly... It's all legs and arms, and it's like watching a spider getting washed down the plug of a bath. That's what he's like. He's just spinning around. We've missed Steve's analogies the last couple of weeks. His arms and legs are flying everywhere. There's nothing being achieved. And then he just curls into a ball and dies. <laughs> so you, you just wish. didn't see any of the, what, what, commitment, fight? What was it that you were, what was it that was missing on Saturday? It just seemed tactic. Well, I suppose if I say tactically, instantly, you look at Solskjaer, but... It just seemed like we didn't. We we started the game slowly again, like we did with um, Arsenal. That twenty twenty five minutes of tight pressure that how we, how we'd been playing maybe the last eight nine ten games that we'd won, we'd had that big momentum. It all seemed to have gone, and they seemed to play cagily. And it seemed like the the, the we were we were under a lot of pressure. We couldn't cope with it. We couldn't find a way of getting in behind. You know, like putting balls up front. Went a lot more sideways. It was just exactly like it was Mourinho. It just seemed like just a, you know, like a time warp back two, three months. That's exactly how I felt watching it. The Manchester Football Social has talked about this game uh, on the Monday show. So I'm not going to dwell on it too much, but we might no. mention the fact that, you know, the FA Cup was a not, was a big thing for Ollie. It could have been a massive, massive achievement for him to win it. Also, there wasn't much competition still in the tournament, apart from the man over there. Wasn't, he, wait, he, wasn't much competition <laughs> other than the Mate, only team no. in world history that is still in fourth 
trophies at this stage of a season. Joe! World no. history. Well, I might have over that side. But what I'm, I said, apart from the man who's sitting over there, you spot Manchester City, they are in the competition. There's yes. a very good chance for maybe United to win it. And they blew it. And maybe handed the cup to City. But not only handed, also the cool thing. Mouth, you've had your say on this. Um, Handed the cup to City. Well, thank you very much, United. Yeah, it's really good of you to hand us the FA Cup. Listen, you boys are out. You can't moan about being out. I watched the game. Wolves were fantastic and deserved to win. Uh, I said to you, Joe, before we came on air, I would rather you won that because I think we've got a much better chance of smashing you all over the show at Wembley or wherever. Um, No, genuinely, Wolves are a tough team to beat. They've got great strikers. Um, I just want to talk about... Can I just give you my little bit about yes. Ollie because if you remember look how uninterested he is he <laughs> if I was going to hand you the FA Cup and knew you was going to kiss it I'd definitely wipe it round with some <laughs> yeah thanks Steve yeah. Um, but my, my take on Ollie is and I stand by what I said three weeks ago on this show with um, who was with, I don't think it was with Steve was it it was with Alex no, actually no. where we were talking about why not give um, Ollie the job then and 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 you, you, you both yourself and and uh, Alex were adamant that the right thing to do is give it him at the end of the season. I don't think it is, and I don't think it was. I think if at that stage when Ollie was on riding that crest of a wave, if they'd have shown the commitment and publicly gone, Ollie, you're our man for the foreseeable future. I don't think you'd have lost them last two games. I genuinely don't. I think you've handled. I mean, Alex was trying to tell me, well, we're trying to do things properly do things properly why by holding off till the summer I don't get that and and I think if you'd have give Solskjaer the job already I think you'd have definitely had st- one of them games but as that, a wouldn't minimum. that be getting ahead of yourself so say for example this is a business right and Ollie was t- uh, decided to come in and the business needed to make X amount of profit by the end of the year and if you made that X amount of profit by the end of the year we'll give you the job alright he comes in after a couple of weeks he has a bit of a spike he doesn't hit his targets yet so what I'm trying to say is Ollie had some good <coughs> games but his targets might not have just been to have good games. His targets might have been to get top four. If you get top four, we'll give you the job. Okay. You've not got it yet. This is great. Yeah. So, which is great, which is a statement I, I think I made to you very, very similarly. But the reason I'm saying what I'm saying is because both of you two, not you, <laughs> Alex, you're, you're Alex. I'm pointing at you. Yes, I mean, yes, Alex. Yes. Both of you said he already knows he's got the job. It's just not been announced. So what you're saying, it doesn't hold any water. You know, if Ollie already knows he's got the job, we're just not publicly announcing it, then then why yeah. not do it? What, what If he knows he's got it, the fans would love it. <laughs> at that stage, when Ollie hadn't lost the game and all that lot and he was riding his bus, whatever he's driving, whatever you sing to him. Um, you know, <laughs> to be I'll fair, if you'd give him the job at that stage, I am convinced that euphoria of his start would have continued and I think it would have been the right time to do it. Now, it all looks different because, mm. say for instance, you know, they lose the next game and I know you've got a couple of tricky fixtures when you throw the Barcelona games in as well. Say he loses another two or three out of the next five games, you're all of a sudden, everybody's feeling towards him might change because this game is about winning and, and, and to me, if he starts losing a few, then maybe, yeah. you know, you're going to question, like you just did there a little bit, we might have to question Ollie on his tactics. There must be. You know, but there again, United he put a tactical masterclass in PSG, but, yeah. you know, that is something that but you... But we'll reverse you know, it. You what, if he, what if Oli got the job and he lost them two games? Arguably, the two games he lost, <laughs> it were more important than winning against Paris Saint-Germain. No, because arguably, getting fourth place 
we got, it, got got beat by Arsenal and doing well in the FA yeah. Cup is better because Ch- Champions League although you know we well, can no, dream if, it's going to be hard to win that of course it is so the last two it. games were more important if we're saying secretly he's already got the job then at that exact moment we lost the next two jo- games that were very important if you think about it yeah. he would have got the job just after PSG that would have been enough yeah. Yeah. The way that they behave, the Completely. whole, the biggest, the big, you know, big United story. Everyone feels this is how United play, clawing yeah. it back, ruining um, French people's dreams, yeah. that kind of thing. And then after that, two massively important games. We needed to beat Arsenal to make sure we had that fourth place, bottled it. We needed to beat Wolves, who are not the greatest team in the world, but they played us off the pitch, and that was worrying. And that was straight, straight after that bottled it. My opinion is you giving that job at that stage you would not have lost them two games. Maybe mm. you'd not have won them both, maybe you'd have nicked to dr- I don't know. I just think the good feeling and the momentum that he'd built up would have continued. I think the fans obviously get behind him, I think the players are obviously behind him. If, if what I'm being told is true by, you, you know, Joe and Alex, he's got the job. Behind the scenes, he's got the job. There's no doubt about it, he's got the job. That was the, the statement that they made. So, mm. tell everyone, get it out there. Let everyone say, great, pat on the back, two, three year contract, whatever it is, is fantastic. Let me just tell you another thing. Ollie will be sacked before the end of next season if he gets that job. Yeah. Oh, that's my opinion. <laughs> oh God. What I will say is, if he's got, <laughs> Joe Hazley, he? look at his emails. If he's <laughs> already got the job, I've got a picture on my Instagram that I took off the screen during the. I think it must have been the Wolves game uh, or Arsenal. Either way, he looks absolutely worried, sick, anxious. His head's in his in between his knees. He's got feeling whispering in his ear and he's got Carrick looking on behind him. And you can tell full well from that photo he's not got the job and he's worried. I'm telling well, you. Oh, it it just about... means that much to him. You yeah, know, because and, but... and, you, know, you think if it's personal to you with someone like Ollie who's come through United, he's played at United, he scored some of the most important goals United will ever score. It's personal to him. It's not just a job. So to me, that kind of reaction could have just been a fan type reaction where you absolutely devastated I don't do you think he'd ever turn it down not in a million years he is he, no he's no he's died in the no world way. United but it doesn't, him, it doesn't matter if he died in the world United, United if you don't on think on what basis can, would you think he, he would turn it down or if he doesn't personally believe he can do it yeah but because then you become you know the failure then you then your your childhood your club that you yeah, love the like person every manager has got to be self confident haven't they that they can deliver he wouldn't have took well that's what I mean this is this period he might not understand just how hard the Premier League is to be that good at a sport you're not a kind of person that's going to bottle the job when you get given it there's no way Solskjaer's going to take job as well what's the worst scenario it doesn't work and he gets a massive payoff so I suppose you would always take the job even if you felt you were a little bit someone who wants the money though what, no, I'm not saying he does, but what I'm saying is that's the worst case scenario, isn't it? He wouldn't really lose any credibility with United fans because of what he's done as a player and what he's done in this period. You know, even if it didn't work out from here on in, he'd still be a legend of your club, wouldn't he? So I, I, I think, um, I think if what you're telling me is Ollie's got this job behind closed doors, he should, they should have announced it. And by do, not doing, I believe it's just my opinion. I think you've made a mistake, and I think them games that were mm. losses could have easily have been turned around with that momentum built. Because because they know that Ollie's going to be there for the next two or three years. What's the hardest cup for you to win then, Dan? Out of um, everything you've got left. You well, know which one Well, is. I mean, given given that we're in um, the semi-final of the 
uh, of the FA Cup and only the quarterfinal of the, of the Champions League yeah. were a stage further on no disrespect at all to Brighton because we saw the kind of struggle we had at Swansea you know it was not pretty we got lucky there's no doubt about that I mean don't get me wrong I think we, we, we created enough chances to win that game five times over but we didn't put it in the back of the net got lucky with decisions that went our way I'm not going to deny that but when you look at who's left in it, Brighton, Wolves, Watford, as tough a side as, as all of them can be on their day, if we're anything like our best, we should really win that FA Cup. I mean, yeah. I mean, the odds of us winning the FA Cup now, I'm guessing, are probably one to three. The bookies are very rarely wrong, are they, with stuff like this? So Champions League, for me, we've got a, you know, a reasonable draw. I didn't, don't think Tottenham was one of the ones who necessarily wanted to stay away from. They're all good sides that are left in it. The difficulty then will be if Juventus get past Ajax because Juventus we know how good they can be but but you've been to Turin and beat them so you know maybe on there and they got beat at weekend was it 2-0 at home uh, to Shavo or, or, yeah. so, so they are a little bit inconsistent um, I've got to throw it out there as well I think I don't think in the, up to this point and probably in the near future we're going to ever have a better chance of winning the Champions League than this season I really don't I think we're playing well enough to do it and I think given the side, the kind of sides that are out of it now gives us a great chance. Does that answer your the, question, the, Joe? The psych- <laughs> I'm not the sure, to be honest. The psychology behind you actually winning the Champions League will be so um, mind-blowing. If you think about it, if you are in the situation where you've got the treble and you're up for the, the quad and it's the one thing that Pep wants to win and has to win to prove who he really is, and which the is the greatest. Well, and the yeah. club, yeah. the pressure, like I say, the psychology behind you winning that, that, will, that for me is the reason why, in answer to your question, that is your toughest cup. It is. And I think this international break, I mean, just kind of looking ahead, I think this international break has come at the right time. I think um, we've got quite a few players that are not on international duty. They're going to get a chance to get a rest. De Bruyne, yeah. Uh, De Bruyne, uh, he's Aguero. A, he's, uh, my, he's one Laporte. of my favourite players in the Premier League he's absolutely fantastic and he's just not really putting much he's not had much chance this season no, he's been, his stuff. injuries have plagued him this yeah. season but you know Pep's confident after the international break he's going to have Aguero Fernandinho um, sorry not Aguero De Bruyne Fernandinho uh, John Stones Benjamin Mendy he thinks they'll all be fit after the international break so when you go into this run of fixtures between now and the end of the season I mean I know it's been done to death but our fixtures in April are just bonkers 3rd of April Cardiff at home 6th of April Brighton semi-final of the FA Cup 9th of April Tottenham away Champions League uh, 14th Crystal Palace away in the Premier League 17th Tottenham away in the Champions League and then the 20th Got Tottenham, Tot- again, Tottenham away yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry Tottenham at home them last two are, uh, are home it's well that's that when you face crazy the same so, over, over. to have any chance it's we need to have uh, full squad or there or thereabouts I think to have any chance I mean I still I mean again it's not just me not wanting to jinx it I genuinely don't think we're going to win all four trophies I really don't I think one you know, them, maybe two of them even are going to maybe be a bit, a bit of a struggle. Liverpool are not giving up on the title, unfortunately, so they're gonna, that's going to go all the way. The Champions League, you know, we know what that's all about. It's got the best quality, but but also you've got to get your bits of luck. I'd say up to this point, we've probably had our bits of luck in terms of the draw, so it's just mm. a matter of now whether we can kind of see it out. But, I mean, I know you guys probably hate it, particularly <laughs> Steve. But, no, but what I mean is, what an exciting position for us to be in as well, City this fans. Is, this is, this is, is kind 
kind of all in the mix. Text got in eight double seven double one oh three four five trouble one seven six two five. Come and have a, a chat with us. Uh, this is a text from an unknown number, and sometimes when Danny uh, thinks I'm this. making them up, <laughs> uh, would this text, season would this season be seen as a failure if City were to only win two trophies, League Cup and Premier League? Uh, seen as City fans think they can win the quadruple. God no! Are you kidding me? If we won the League Cup and the Premier League this season, I'd be buzzing. That's that's fun. amazing because we what we've, the same we've form done there with two trophies. We've done what we've not done before, which is retain two trophies. One of them being the most difficult to win trophy in world football, in my opinion, the Premier League. It's over thirty eight games. It's only the best of the best that's going to win it. So for me, if we won, the, would I take it now? You know, it's one of the gambling. Right, then? That's interesting. You just ask yourself the hardest question. Put that out there, then. You know, let's get City fans. Why don't you uh, tweet in MCR Footy Social or eight double seven double one on the I'll text? Get that tweet, please, on. please. Give me your opinion. If offered, oh. would you take the League Cup, which is in the bag already, and the Premier League and nothing else? Or would you gamble? Look, we need some game show music here. Gamble? Or will you gamble? I can hear the audience gamble. 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 coming up. Would you take it? I'm not going to answer. Can I think about it? Can I think about it? Do you know what? We are going to take a little break. You can take a little break and I'm going to give you about three minutes to have a think about it. Would you take it? Would you gamble? City fans. Eight double seven double one. This is the Wednesday Club on the Manchester Football Social. Get in touch and come and have your say. We'll be right back after this. Manchester Football Social. Subscribe to the podcast now and never miss a show Manchester Football Social Welcome to the Manchester Football Social. It is Wednesday night and I'm here with Danny Jackson from the blue side of Manchester. Hello, Danny. Good evening, Joe. And Steve Shanyaski on the red side. And Hello. Oh, sorry, Esty. I, I oh, just talked over you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you don't oh, no, see me no, as a no, real no, person. No, no, sorry. Thing. You never uh, look, at, look at me like that when you talk yeah, over me. Yeah, yeah, I do. All the time. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Danny. Uh, sorry, everyone. Uh, listen, if you're halfway through this and you've just got in your car and you're uh, listening to the show, you're thinking, we sound like a nice group of guys and you want to listen to the full episode, Manchester Football Social wherever you get your podcasts search for it subscribe make sure you never miss an episode we uh, had a little question beforehand a little bullseye question we still need your uh, reports on it what was it Danny Danny asked himself right the hardest question and then went oh I don't know the answer to it Yeah. what was your question for City fans okay so you're, you're a City fan we've got the League Cup in the bag we know that um, we're in three other competitions as we know would you take now if offered the Premier League title and nothing else or are you going to gamble 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 Eight double seven double one. Get all three. Um, do I have to answer this? No, we'll get to it later on. Okay, we're going to speak now about uh, if you're listening to the top of the show, Bolton Wanderers. Uh, they have been given two weeks to settle their debts or risk going into administration. Uh, to tell us a bit more, someone who knows more than I do. Hello, Niall <laughs> Hello, uh, from the Manchester Not Football hard. Social. Hello, hello. Um, make sure you get your flash briefings. Any team in the Premier League, you do now. Yeah, I know. Any team. Alexa, play me my Manchester United flash briefing. This man will be the voice. What do you know about Bolton? Because enlighten us. It just seems like it's gone. chaos. So <laughs> you played the bullseye music there and there's uh, certainly no prizes behind any sliding doors for Bolton Wanderers. <laughs> the only surprise uh, and the only prize would be the fact that they're, they're still in existence. Um, they're in the High Court today. They were, they were hit with a winding up petition by the High Court over unpaid debts amounting to one and a half million quid. Wow. Um, the owner, Ken Anderson, um, he doesn't have enough money to run the football club. Mm-hmm. He said that. 
He doesn't want to be there. He even held back on paying staff wages last month because he felt that he wasn't loved enough. Basically, it's a, it's a bit of a disgrace. He shouldn't be there. He wants to sell the club. He's trying yeah. to get rid. The problem is no one wants to buy it off him. He wants to sell it for enough so that he gets his money back. But at the same time, no one wants to buy it for the price he's offering. And also no one wants to write off the debts. So HMRC have gone, well, knock, knock on the door. You owe us some money. So they've taken them to high court. There's a high court petition. That was at around about lunchtime today. Now, thankfully for Bolton Wanderers supporters, the judge ruled that there'll be a court adjournment for two weeks. So now the case will go back to court on the 3rd of April, which means that they've got about two weeks to A, find a new buyer or B, find a way to pay the taxes off. Now, all that Bolton had to prove was that there's an, a party interested in buying the club. Now, this person has been unnamed. We don't know who they are, but someone came in at the 11th hour and said, it's not Steve Shan, yes. Is it not? Look sure. at his face. He just looked a bit coy when you said that. Last week, I can <laughs> wipe that debt off, no problem. <laughs> but anyway, Steve Shanyaski came in at the 11th hour. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, someone came in really late in the day wow. uh, and offered um, or, or made it clear that there would be no negotiations between Anderson and this unnamed party. And supposedly, according to reports, this unnamed party also has a large stake in, in a top-level football club. Whether that's in this country, I don't think so, because I don't think you're allowed, as no. per the rules. Mm. But that, it could mean that someone who owns a football club in another country, at a top level, may be interested in Bolton Wanderers. All my sympathy goes towards the supporters. Yeah, yeah. I would have been refreshing Twitter like nobody's business this lunchtime, just scrolling and scrolling, waiting to see what happens with the future of their football club. Um, the, the most serious outcome, what could have happened, is that Bolton Wanderers could have been liquidated. They could have been wound up entirely. Their results would have been expunged. They would have been completely wiped out of the championship. So any teams that have played them would have had all of their points that they won against Bolton would have been taken off of them. So you can imagine how much carnage that would cause for the Football League. I mean, only two, only two teams would go down from the Championship instead of three. Blimey. And that would have a knockdown effect all the way down to the conference. And the league structure would just be completely knocked yeah. down. So wow. it, it, it's really a, a sorry state of it's affairs. It's a complete... I mean, I don't profess to know much about this, but other than stuff I'm kind of listening to on the grapevine, but from the way I look at it, what a travesty. Travesty that a club... Mm. The side, you know, the, they were one of the original the founder, founder, founder of the members league. of the football yeah, league. Yeah, this absolutely. is a massive club, yeah. huge fan base. You know, a great stadium. You know, fantastic so, academy because I've been there and I've played. You know, my little lads played there, and the people and the and the fans. I work in Bolton, so the lads that I work in the office absolutely. with are Bolton fans, and you know, these guys are just. Can't believe what's happened but to that, a club that maybe five or six years ago. But that's we're in the Premier League. But and, this is and, the worst. Of it. I mean, I, but Anderson is the one for me that's got to be held responsible. Mm -hmm. yeah, this definitely. is a guy that's milked this club. He didn't want to pay the players because he didn't feel loved. Are we? Have we got I mean, in the same situation? The have they been paying? Other ex-players debts off or ex-players wages. You know, when when a player leaves or gets kicked out of a club, it's, you have to it's, pay. It's happened not with that, Leeds, I think, yeah, and some other teams. Happened with my team, Portsmouth. It's, yeah. it's, is that the how they've got in this situation? It's the players that are there now that aren't being paid. And it was so close to their last paycheck. Well, they, they missed the pay date by two weeks. Yeah. And the players were within one day of walking out on the club. If they weren't paid by two weeks after their pay date or some sort of time limit, they could have yeah. officially said... 
we, with all due we respect, terminate though, our contract. With all due respect, that it's not the players I'm worried about. I mean, the players have got money in the bank. For me, they shouldn't be, you know, they should understand the situation a little bit more. Because I get you want to get paid for a job that you do, but these guys are loaded, whether they're in the championship or not. They're loaded. It's the staff, isn't it? It's the people. Yeah. It's, it's the contractors that supply food to Bolton. It's all mm-hmm. these people that haven't been paid. It's the ego they're of the Anderson. people that I think I mean, about. Why would you refuse to pay someone just because you don't feel like it? He said, oh, I've had to top up the bank accounts with my own money. I'm sorry, mate. You own this club. club. That's yeah. your responsibility. It's stalling tactics, what that is. And, it? It's and just stalling. What, this is the shocking thing. Macclesfield Town were at the High Court today, winding up petition. Ebbsfleet United also appeared in front of the High Court today. That's three different football clubs. Coventry City might be expelled from the EFL because they can't sort out where they're going to play their home games next season. There's issues regarding their stadium, the Rico Arena. Notts County might be relegated to the National League anyway, but there's a possibility that they could seriously fall on some financial hardship. And that's that's five football clubs I'm talking about now. Five. Mm. It, how is this still allowed to happen in our game? Yeah, how? and this is, st- and when you think about it as well, this is only now. It's a it, it's a stay of execution, though, because nothing's to say that in two weeks' time things will be any different. Maybe this is just literally a stay of execution. That's exactly you know, what it uh, is. You know, I think the fans believe it is. I think I don't. I, I think a lot of speaking to him and, like I say, working in the area, I think a lot of fans are almost resigned to the fact that this is going to go unbelievably badly you know and whether that means liquidation maybe not maybe but you think about it from a commercial perspective if you're a businessman i mean i understand they've got a lot of debt and but do you would you not see bolton as a very viable they're only in the championship yeah they're probably going to get relegated but i I still think the infrastructure around the club is huge they've got a premier league infrastructure there's no doubt about it but if if you're saying to me am i a businessman thinking should i buy would i buy bolton wanderers no Football clubs don't make money. They hemorrhage money. Football clubs lose money more than any other business I can think of. Football clubs are... Well, they do at that level. They're entertainers. There's a lot of millionaires from Bolton. Sirian McKellen, Gandalf. (laughs) (laughs) He could a few quid in. Stood in the middle of the pitch. Thou shall not pass the ball. (laughs) Let's get a consortium together. (laughs) They could do with some wizardry. Oh, loads of puns. Here we go. Any Bolton fans, 87711, love to know your thoughts. I mean, I'm sure we'll keep you up to date as this goes on. The drama will continue. Um, we've got a United show tomorrow the Manchester Football Social but on Friday make sure we're back in with an update on Bolton thank you very much Niall uh, having a chat there that's a bit you know Harsh. you feel sorry for, for the Bolton fans who are listening but it it's just <laughs> so sad mate it's just so sad that a club of that size that stature that heritage that is in this position because uh, you know of a guy that has run it ridiculously badly how has this guy become as wealthy as he has by running a business into the ground you know and milking money out of the club when it didn't have it and and I just I feel so sorry for Bolton fans you know please God somebody bail these these guys out because they're an amazing club you know I used to love going there as a City fan away games at Bolton they were always great they get they've got a huge fan base and like I say the infrastructure their academy you know all the all the stuff around Bolton for me is is a very positive place other than this situation, this was, I just have to hope someone can get them this out. This is going with, on with Torquay. I got some friends, some some people I work with in Bolton, and uh, also Torquay as well. And they were going to lose the team, and that thought, that sensation of uh, a local area losing its stadium, its Completely. squad, its culture, its history, mm-hmm. it's depressing. We were talking about it with my wife at the weekend about Oldham because Oldham, if they keep going down the way that they're going, it could yeah. be the same thing, yeah. and they'll end up just knocking down uh, Boundary Park and making a supermarket. To which 
my wife said, well, I hope it's an MMS. <laughs> <laughs> She's not really got that empathy, has she, you Mrs. Steve? I've noticed that, yeah. <laughs> we are going to just move on. So before uh, we talked about Bolton, we asked about Manchester City. If you were given City fans the Premier League now, would you take it or would you... Gamble! Oh, Comments coming in. Uh, we've got one from Lee saying I'd grab it with both hands. Uh, I would make sure I get the Premier League. <laughs> Stu at the Blue says take the Premier League now. Make sure that if you are a City fan, are you want to take the Premier League or gamble? gamble, gamble. 877-1-NCR40Social on Twitter. We have got a couple of minutes of a debate that I think will need to last a couple of minutes, but maybe we'll do a Manchester Football Social special on it. It's about two people, one of them used to play in Manchester, who are at the top of their game and have been for a long, long time. Ronaldo and Messi. It only takes a hat-trick here and there to really highlight just how good they are. Uh, Danny, uh, what we put out there was... What should we talk about today? And with it being international break, you know, different things come up in the world of football. So we had Bolton on, we'll chat later on about a, a film Danny's going to see that involves Manchester City goalkeeper, a legendary Manchester City goalkeeper. But there is this debate of Messi against Ronaldo that floats about. So why don't the Wednesday club have their say? Okay. So is it a simple question, Danny? It's Who's better, pretty, Messi or Ronaldo? It's a very, very, very simple question. Do you have you? a simple answer? Probably not. <laughs> you know me, I like to get around the houses before I get to my actual point. Um, I think this debate's great because, I mean, a, a week or so ago, Champions League, Atletico Madrid, Ronaldo scores a hat-trick and everyone's like, oh my God, this guy's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Then... The weekend, Lionel Messi scores just a ridiculous hat trick and gets a whole stadium of away at home supporters chanting his name and classic clapping him. Not many people in the world could could get that. In my opinion, in my opinion, and we've got some stats here for for both the players, Joe. I'm sure you're going to read them out. But in my opinion, it's a complete no brainer. If you feel no brainer, Cristiano Ronaldo is a better player than than um, Lionel Messi. You have failed at football. You know nothing. You're a buffoon. <laughs> Lionel Messi is just the greatest footballer of all time. His statistics back it up. He's, I, I mean, of course, Ronaldo, you'd have to say he's in the top few uh, of all time. He's an unbelievable footballer. I don't think we have ever seen or will ever see again the likes of somebody like Lionel Messi. He's an unbelievable talent. His statistics are ridiculous. Uh, are you going to do the stats on him, You Joe? can do the stats because okay. you send it to me. So, like, so the head-to-head over the last decade um, of, of football, Ronaldo has scored 330 goals Uh, Messi has scored 358 Ronaldo's got 96 assists Messi won 3-4 Ronaldo's won three titles Messi's won seven Uh, Ronaldo's had three top goal scorers Uh, Messi's had five uh, he's had one player of the year, Cristiano Ronaldo. Messi's has eight. Is that in the league? The Ballon d'Or, do you mean? Or yeah, what? the Ballon d'Or. The Ballon d'Or. That, I, guess, I, guess, I definitely I don't know. No, no, the no. Ballon d'Or is 4-4. Four, four, okay, four so that's piece. obviously player of the year in La Liga or, or the, 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 the the league that they're in at the time, yeah. maybe maybe um, the uh, Premier League or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the, uh, Messi's had 179 Man of the Match awards, 102. Yeah, them stats are a little bit flaky. They're not... But... Again, I think you could, you, you could, you could throw a load mate. more at it. Yeah, but is there not something so comforting about the pr- 
uh, Spanish La Liga that yeah. he just sits there in that Barcelona team yeah. filled and with a lot, a lot it's of like people. Getting all, getting all them stats if you play for PSG, the rest of the teams aren't that great. No, well, I, I mean, get it. I, I get, get it. That. The only I thing... That. I, I Make an argument for Ronaldo, though, that, you know, on, as a really. football perspective, I just can't see it. I, I, if I was offered one or the other, who would you take he, he in their prime? Yeah. It had been messy all day. The long. issue with Messi was in the World Cup, he, he didn't pick himself up. He wasn't able to drag that team kicking and screaming through to anywhere further than the, the knockouts. And it's it's that kind of behaviour that makes you think, well, is he, though? Is it all right when it's going well for him, but when it's tough, he doesn't quite pull it together? It's a good point. No, yeah, it's, it's the a character good point. maybe of Ronaldo yeah. as well and his success, not just in England, but he might be successful in Italy. He's already been successful uh, for Manchester United, being the last Premier League player, considering this, as we call it, the greatest league in the world. He's the last Premier League player to have won the Ballon d'Or whilst playing in the Premier League. The one before that was about 10 years ago. I think that was Michael Owen for Liverpool. And then he goes on and wins 2016 Euros, yeah, with his yeah. Portuguese team. Basically single-handedly. A, you know, a pretty decent Euros. So, you, I'm, I'm, I don't know, do you look at his character, Messi's stats, obviously better uh, Ronaldo in some ways, but it's uh, maybe about okay. him, his, his, his character, his yeah. leadership. And I get that, and you've got to take all that into account. But let me, like, we, like I've thrown a tricky question at myself um, about Manchester City. If I throw that tricky question to you, you've got the option now for Manchester United to sign a prime Ronaldo or a prime Lionel Messi hand on heart which one would you take and I understand everything you're saying and you know you listen to everything I said who would you take God oh my God oh he's horrible in it I'll go off instincts and what I think we need in our team and I would have to say we, we want no, just think about the player the yeah, player yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about the player capable of I'd have to I'd have to go in would I not have to go in Messi though really right now because oh no we're talking about in prime both in prime both we? prime yeah I still have to I, I've seen Ronaldo, so now I'm, I'm going to go for Messi. I want to see... Joe? I'd go Ronaldo. Honestly? I, I honestly would. I wow. think you know, for Manchester United as well, you look at the Premier League, you look at defending, it's completely different, oh, different mate. way about it, things. I'm, no one no one touches Messi. They just let him run past. Not it. Do you know what I mean? No not one no one, it, no one, goes to Messi and goes, oh, oh Joe, you're, you're Messi, me. you run past me. They don't go full away and get battered. You're a host on a football show. I've just said that. I've just said that. I want, I want a man who probably could win the, the league in three different countries. A man who single-handedly got his uh, international team to win a major trophy. A man who's won four Ballon d'Ors. A man who will or could win the Champions League for the last three times in a row. Could win it for four times but on the base trot. it on your eyes, Joe. Base it on your eyes what you player. see. I'm not saying he isn't. Ronaldo he's amazing. Is I, I honestly think people who would pick Ronaldo over Messi, my opinion... You are having a laugh. Not are in a you million just years. going off to stats? me? Not in a million years. I would are have messy all day, every day, twice going on off a Sunday. Stats? Because when I no said- everything and what I see, what I see of Messi, how he influences games, the, the ability. I know Ronaldo can do it, but that ability, time after time, to score ridiculous goals, you know, assists. I mean, look at the number of assists more than, than Ronaldo, let alone the goals he scored, let alone the personal accolades. Yeah, but again, but when he does it in the Spanish unreal, league, man. that's all good, that's know, all good. But, but when you do mean, it on the international stage, not only Ronaldo's won more Champions Leagues, he's tore teams apart, becoming, not he even scores more goals than an, I get a club. That. However, he scores more goals than clubs. If you were going to put a counter-argument to that, you'd, always, you'd say the biggest downfall of the Argentinian national side has been the managers over the years. They've had horrific managers that have lasted no time because tactically they were inept, so they probably not. I can't even tell you who managed strength. Portugal in 2016. No, I'm not saying that you could, but yeah, I'm but guessing tactically he's a lot better than the Argentinian ones because they were rubbish. He's <laughs> only just 
gone to Juventus though. It wasn't. He was in the studio. He's holding a pole very weirdly in the studio. It was very weird. The microphone pole. He was playing in the Spanish league, wasn't he? Who? Ronaldo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they they've both been head to head, really. For so a going large off, chunk going of crazy. Going off the, going, no, I'm uh, talking about I'm, now, head-to-head, time-wise, yeah. time-wise, head-to-head, yeah. until he's just gone to Juventus. And then you're looking at the goal differences and the assists, and you're thinking, they were both playing in the same league. For though. the vast majority of it, yes. So yeah. I kind of, for that reason, I feel Messi. Oh, Messi's we, we might have Ronaldo. Are we, are he is a real soldier, Ronaldo. Do you know what, deep down, you ate it because he used to play for United. No, he, he's, 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 I think that's like, where, I think I swear, that's where it comes on from. On my kid's life, it's nothing to do with that. If I was just choosing a player for my Manchester City side that's a prime Ronaldo or a prime Messi, all day, every day, and I can't get anyone who'd think otherwise, but everyone's going to have their own opinion. Messy for <laughs> me, can. all day, every day. Listen, we've got to take a little break. Uh, we are going to be speaking on maybe getting Danny's reaction to the question he put himself, the very hard question. I wish I hadn't. Uh, if you're Man City fans, get in touch, 87711. Oh, uh, yes. would you take the take Premier the League? Take the Carabao! <laughs> Take all the caravel, foul. <laughs> Would you take the Premier League right now if we offered it to you? No questions asked. The Premier League is yours. Or would you? Come on! Eight double seven to one. City fans, we're right back after this. Manchester Football Social. Subscribe to the podcast now and never miss a show. Manchester Football Social. Welcome to the Manchester Football Social. It's the final part of the show, and we are very emotional, aren't we? Steve? <laughs> are we? I'm with Steve and Danny Jackson as we talk football for about the next 10 minutes. We've had the Messi and Ronaldo chat. We had a bit of a chat at the beginning about uh, Ollie as he come off the wheels, whatever he was driving. And then Danny came up with a question that was extremely hard for himself. It was Danny. So, my question to the City fans out there, we've got the Carabao Cup in the bag. We're not taking it, Steve. That's Take not the it. Carabao. So, you get the option to guarantee the Premier League title and nothing else. Would you take that here and now? Or are you going to gamble, gamble and go for gamble. The, the quad or three? We're gonna, what are you say? We're going to get Danny's answer at the end of the show. Uh, eight, double seven, double one on the text. Come and have uh, your say, City fans. From one little music to another, you know what this means when you hear this? A game is on its way. Now, I apologise if I pronounce this wrong. A French newspaper this week uh, did a little um, sort of from the greatest managers of all time, top 50. Yeah, starting from... A gentleman, we all had to kind of research, Rennie's Michaels, number one. Uh, he is number one, a Dutch by, uh, manager who won uh, Barcelona, Cups with Barcelona, etc. What we're going to do is go through the list. This list is put together by Le Classement uh, from France. Did I get that right, Danny? You, you know, classmate. I'm convinced, though. I think you're doing a good job. The classement. The classement. Joe, class what I've always been told, if you say something with conviction, people yeah. will believe it. And the classement. did it with conviction. Uh, that, uh, and they put together this. I love you, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest 50 managers of all time. Okay. You are going to get two names. You're going to tell me which one is higher in the list. Okay, Danny, are you ready? Yes. We're going to go with... Zinedine Zidane. Yeah. Know him. Or Brian Clough. Oh. Ooh. Zinedine Zidane or oh. Brian Clough. 
Uh, sorry, what's it based on again? Just run that back. On, they're, they're talking about who they are as uh, as men, how many competitions they've won, their right. length of their career. It's all God, in front please of tell me. I'm going, it's got to be Cluffy. Please tell me it's Cluffy. Can't be Zidane. You are correct. Yes. Wow. You ready for this one, Steve? Yes. Who's hiring this list? Louis van Gaal or Jose Mourinho? Oh. Who is higher in this list? Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? I'm going to go with Louis van Gaal. Yes, that's what I guess. Louis van Gaal. Wrong, sadly. Jose Mourinho just above it. Um, Danny, Fabio Capello or Jurgen Klopp? Oh, Capello all day. Capello all day? Yeah. You are correct. Say it with conviction, people believe you. <laughs> I didn't have a clue. <laughs> My theory works. Would Steve. you go with Arsene Wenger, ex-Arsenal, or Diego Simeone, the Atletico Madrid uh, manager? That's a cracker. I'm going to go with Arsene Wenger. Oh, you'd be wrong. Give me a chance, and I was going to go with Simeone. Simeone. Rubbish, you. Danny Bobby Robson. <laughs> yep. Or Rafael Benitez. Bobby Robson or Rafa? Oh, it's got to be Bobby Robson. I'm going to go with. Going to go with Bobby Robson. Mm. Wrong, Benitez. Wow. That surprises me. <coughs> I'm no. going to. I'm going to end my subscription to the class moment. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no more respect for it at all. Joint one for both of you here. Oh, oh sir. Pep Joint. Guardiola or Sir Alex Ferguson? Come on. And sir Alex. I don't want to answer that one. <laughs> what are you going to say, no, Danny? I don't want to answer whoa, that whoa, 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 whoa. You, Danny, just listen. I'm going to go with Pep Guardiola. Danny, Guardiola. you've got to answer the question. All right, Pep Guardiola. You're wrong, Danny. Unfortunately, never. never In at number two, yeah. <laughs> Tra- <laughs> Alex, you there, mate? Ferguson. You want to see the full list? Head over. Well, I, don't, I just found it on Twitter. Lickasmont <laughs> DFF. Cause a bit of a stir. Uh, make sure you give a give it a look if you want. Yeah, I think it's based on pretty much everything they've done in, throughout their whole career. Which means Sir Alex Ferguson is above Pep Guardiola. <laughs> um, now. <laughs> such a That's the whole point a... of that quiz, wasn't it, Joe? <laughs> no, no, it was Look pettiest, how good we used to be. The pettiest no, way this is when we used to be good. <laughs> we could have bypassed all that and Ugh. just said that at the start of the link. <laughs> Did you know Sir Alex is See, better? He tries to act neutral every week, but I he still has neutral. his little... He likes to drop his little bit of bitterness in there. I am neutral. Danny. God, stop him from wearing that god-awful grey jumper thing. Summer's he's coming. Jumper, it's hideous, man. He looks like Listen, an Anglo... Pierce, you should look, he he looks like an Anglo-Saxon, mate. I want to speak about... Know, it's probably worth about ten grand. I can't even... What? what? Sorry, John. Why? I don't it, know. I want to speak about ten Because he found it at Hadrian's wall. The missus has got one very, very similar she got from Primark, so I'm guessing... This is Trini and Susanna. I want to... This is the football. This has gone like pear-shaped, this conversation. We are going to stick with clothes because Danny is going to an important event tomorrow. Yeah. You're going to the premiere of a film, Danny. Yeah. You're going to wear... I am. I'm going to the premiere of uh, The Keeper, which is a Ooh. film about the life of Bert Troutman, and every City fan out there will know Bert Troutman, an absolute, just complete and utter legend hero for the club. Yeah. There's a statue of him at the Etihad in the reception area, uh, making a save. He was just... It's going to be phenomenal. I'm so looking forward to it. Uh, I'm lucky that uh, I've kind of got to know um, Margaret and John Henshaw. Margaret might even be listening as well. John's probably got better things to do, but Margaret might be listening. And they've uh, kindly invited me along to the, the premiere tonight, uh, tomorrow night. What are you going to wear? Uh, yeah, that's Ooh. it. I was asking before. What are we going to wear? wear? A grey jumper. I, I was going to get one of them sheepskin coats like Leroy 
my son here, get me a little lactic <laughs> colour all over it. I didn't and wear that hideous grey jumper that, that Pep wears. I thought right? he was going to say that hideous T-shirt I've got on now then. <laughs> no, listen, uh, it's going to be amazing. Um, and, uh, you know, to, to be invited is one thing, but... Um, to, I'm just so looking forward to the film. If anyone's yeah. seen the trailer for it, uh, any City fans will probably be like me and got goosebumps watching the trailer. I mean, from a City perspective, it's amazing. But I think from just general perspective, uh, I think it looks like a really good film, really good cast. John Enshaw's amazing, but yeah. you'll recognise quite a few of the, the, the actors in it. Um, so a I'll, I'll give you a review. Shall I give you a review on it next week? Is that all right? What yeah, do you yeah, do a little, right, do do a little review. That'd be wonderful. Okay. He's the broken neck guy, isn't he? Yeah. Trappers yeah. brought him off. That's He's it. The broken in, neck in a cup, in a, I think it was a cup final game. Played on with a broken neck. neck. Yeah. I love it. I oh, love it. How hardcore is that? That is hardcore. This wouldn't happen. Would you do it, Steve? Want to play with a broken? You won't, nail. You ever done a you won't play with a broken I nail. I won't broke play with a stubbed toe, man. Have you ever, <laughs> what's the biggest injury you've had when you've done a stand-up gig? Uh, <laughs> I've 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 done stand-up with a damaged Achilles oh. and ne- nearly thrown up. I've done that, and, and I've been. I'll be honest with you. I've been in a lot of pain over the last few years, but I never actually injured myself. Oh, I fell off stage a bit ago and nearly broke my arm, but I didn't quite manage that. So well. <laughs> It leads us nicely on to the final minute of the show where, Danny, you ask the question that you answer... Uh, no, you answer the question you asked yourself. Yes. If we put the Premier League in front of you now, would you take it and you can't win anything else? Or would you... Gamble! Gamble! gamble. Take the carabao! Stop right. gambling. Danny, what is your answer? This is really not an easy question because if this was a genuine scenario, I, I actually not even sure what I do. I'm going to... What I'm going to say is I would have... If it was anyone other than Liverpool that we were up against to win the Premier League, yeah. I think I would I would take the risk and gamble. Um, but I'm going to take the Premier League. Oh, I think if, he's to, to win back to back Premier League, League trophies, back to back Carabao Cat, uh, League Cup trophies yeah. would be a, to me constitute a brilliant season. Um, so I would take it, but it, it, it wasn't an easy decision, and it's only because listen, boys, we'll all agree we can't let the Scousers win. Oh, we cannot. Um, we I'm cannot. Doing this Manchester. I'm taking it for Manchester. Yeah, yeah. Danny. Thank you yes. very much for coming in. Thanks Steve, for thank you very much for coming in. Thank you. Get Daniel, the podcast. Sure what a wonderful show. Jimmy's up next with some Shed 7 and a bit of Liam Gallagher. And, and the Thursday football social will be full-time Devils, Manchester United phoning. Excess Manchester. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.